0: at Available to players in the US, excluding Washington, and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW group prohibited by law 18 plus conditions apply.
1: Welcome to the Having It All Podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, everybody? Matthew Bivens here, and welcome to another episode of the Having It All Podcast. Beautiful, wonderful, happy 2018 to everybody. It's the new year, people. It's January 1st. That's a huge accomplishment, you know? We're here, here in this beautiful new year, and we're alive. If you're listening to this, that means your heart is beating, there's air in your lungs, you are alive, so that means it is a beautiful day, and it is a day that you can seize. So I hope you guys had a really fantastic New Year's Eve And it was happy and joyous and fun and safe. You know, that's the big key. And uh, for me, I rung in the new year with some REM sleep. (laughs) I was in bed by about 1030. Pretty tired after a day of driving. Sarah and I drove up from South Florida yesterday. We had been down there visiting family and going to a wedding. So we were in the car on New Year's Eve and once we got back to Atlanta, it was freezing cold outside, so we decided to stay in, bundle up, and uh, just relax. And I relaxed so hard that I did not make it to see twenty eighteen <laughs> to see twenty eighteen coming in. But I'm here now, and I'm grateful. And today's episode is going to be all about how to make twenty eighteen whatever it is that you want, right? How to how to create the experiences you want to create how to create the transformation and the growth that you would like to create as well. And we're going to do that by talking about the word that you want to embody in 2018. And before we jump into that, I just want to let you know there is an announcement. I have an announcement to make about the Having It All podcast that I'm going to share at the end of the episode. So stick through all the way to the end. You'll hear the announcement and we'll keep it rocking. Okay. Okay. So let's get back to talking about our word for 2018. Now, I know that all of us are used to the idea of setting New Year's resolutions. It's something that comes up every year around the holidays. We start thinking about, okay, what's, what's the thing that I want to do in the new year? What's my resolution? What are, the, what are those goals? What are the fitness goals or the financial goals, the career goals, the dating, whatever it is, what are my goals? What are my resolutions for the new year? I've never really been into that, to be honest with you. Um, And it's because what I like to do is, I like to set a context for the upcoming year. Rather than rattle off a list or maybe one big thing I want to do, I want to really get clear on who I want to be in the upcoming year. And I do that by selecting a word or phrase that I'm gonna use to govern my actions and my choices and my behaviors in that year. And now I still set goals. I set tons of goals, believe me. Every week I try and set three small goals, one for myself, one for other people, and one for life. Every about month I'll set goals for my business. Every six months and and annually I'll set, you know, kind of medium and long-term goals for the business. And Sarah and I, you know, through using a vision board, We like to set goals for our family, our house, travel, businesses, and really our overall life experience. So there are no shortage of goals happening in the Bivens household, believe me. And I think they're really, really important. However, goals are typically all about the doing, right? Like they're the things that we want to do each day or each week or each month, and, and by doing those things, we're going to create some sort of change, and we're going to improve an area of our lives. However, before you get into the doing, I believe that it is vitally important that you at least think about the being. Okay, round two. Name something
0: that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, Huh? That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: The being comes before the doing. So who do you want to be in 2018? How do you want to actually show up in your life? How do you want to show up in all those different roles that are important to you? The role of a partner or spouse, sister, brother, executive, friend, grandparent, grandchild? How do you want to be in those roles? And what energy do you want to actually bring into everything that you do in the upcoming year? So again, I do that by setting a word. Sometimes it's a phrase and I use that as my context. So in 2017, my word was beast mode. Beast mode. That was it that resonated with me so strongly. So as I entered into 2017, boom, that was written on my board and I tried to embody beast mode in everything. And so what that meant is that I was going to tap into a supreme feeling of self-confidence. I was gonna be stepping into my fears, stepping into the unknown and jumping like headfirst into situations that quite frankly scared the crap out of me beast mode for me was was all about really believing in myself and just totally blowing off, shrugging off, disposing of those limiting voices, creating some awareness in myself that when I'm going down the path of scarcity or fear and I'm hearing those limiting voices, I can just tune them out, push them off to the side and say, no, I'm choosing to be beast mode. I'm going to activate that beast mode. And so in 2017, I was beast mode and I experienced beast mode all over the place. You know, with my family, it was all about being courageous and being authentic and being unapologetically me. And there were some just crazy family situations that that went down this year. Times when I had to really stand firm with who I believed in and, you know, have tough, tough conversations with my sister and and really challenging, intimidating conversations with my father. And it just gave me the opportunity to really practice having an immense amount of love and patience. And in my business coaching, Beast Mode was all about knowing my value and being comfortable speaking it. Beast Mode in business was was about being brutally honest with my clients because I have coaching clients where a huge part of my job is to be able to provide them with just raw, straight-up feedback and sometimes delivering it with a little bit of fire behind and being unwavering in the space that I held for them. You know, it meant, it meant acting on those creative impulses that I have and trying new things. In my marriage Beast Mode was all about being a leader and being a man and playing the role that I signed up for. You know, it was about supporting my wife. It was about supporting Sarah as she was stepping into her greatness and, and just really being there and holding the space for her to be a divine goddess and an abundant lover. In Beast Mode showed up in the bedroom. Like, that's where I would activate my Beast Mode. That's where, I mean, I really felt that switch flip when I was in the bedroom. You know, it was about being bold and it was about being vulnerable and it was about giving myself fully to who I was with while at the same time opening myself up and being immensely grateful while having just a reverence for that that divine goddess that I was with and being able to receive fully. That was beast mode for me. And so... I really looked to create experiences all over the place in 2017 that allowed me to just turn that on. Because when I did, I felt alive. You know, I, I, I felt energized. I felt adrenaline. I felt like I could do anything. I felt like I had superpowers, You know, it was amazing. And the result of of Beast Mode in twenty six excuse me, twenty seventeen was that my marriage became deeper, became more rewarding. You know, business became much more fun and as a result, more fruitful, more money. And with my family, we became closer. And those relationships with my sisters and my mom became much more fulfilling. That was Beast Mode for me in twenty seventeen. So we're now here in 2018, and I had the opportunity to come up with a new word. And I spent a lot of time thinking about what it would be, because it's important. You know, like I said, it sets a context. It helps to govern those choices and those behaviors. You know, it's like, who do I want to be in 2018? So I spent a lot of time I took a lot of notes. I I wrote things down. I, I, you know, just opened up a doc and just started typing and really exploring, okay, I was beast mode in 2017. And these are the things that were the result of them. And let me see if I can find those areas where I didn't do the things I wanted to, or I didn't show up how I wanted to show up, or I didn't get the result I wanted, or, you know, maybe I reacted instead of pausing and responding. And, you know, maybe I was a bit impatient and, okay, so let me really examine that. And when I did that examination, what kept kind of flashing, you know, kind of like a beacon, this this notion of faith. Faith kept hitting me and i was doing my my exercise to come up with my word for 2018 and i've talked about faith on this show a number of times and i've talked about my definition of faith i define faith as trust plus surrender trust really is about trusting myself you know trusting my genius more in the area of business trusting my expertise in podcasting and in marketing and my ability to build Amazing brands and amazing companies. Trust is about my creativity and trusting my ideas. you know trusting my ability to continue to be in that beast mode when necessary. Trusting my strength and my power as a lover, trusting my awareness and my inner voice, trusting my tuition, and being able to deploy to intuition more often and more easily. When I'm thinking about trust, I'm also thinking about trusting the urges that I feel and really surrendering to that fear that comes up sometimes when those urges arise. Like, for example, when I'm having the urge to speak up and speak my mind, you know, I might feel some, some fear or some intimidation or, you know, it feels uncomfortable, so I might shrink. But what I'm asking myself to do now is to trust, trust that urge and step into it. When I'm thinking about taking action, once again, I, I, I feel that sense of fear, trust. Like when I want to text somebody, sometimes I, I get hit with, with this, you know, somebody pops in my mind, I just want to send them some love in a text or a phone call, but I won't do it. So trust is about, listen, you had that urge, they came into your mind for a reason, see it through. I'm working on trusting my body more and really, truly loving all of the reps that I've put into my body. So when I'm in the gym, or when I'm on the running trail, or when I'm feeling any sort of stress, because that's all that we're doing when we're, when we're in the gym pumping iron, or when we're running, we're just putting stress on the body. It's just trusting that I can be powerful, and I can be present, and I can show up the way that I want to. Trust for me is about trusting the work that I've done on myself, the years and years and years of, of self-discovery and exploring my paradigms and exploring why I have limiting voices and trusting the process that I put to create a mission statement, to get clear on my values, to understand my roles and to define my goals and the standards that I hold for myself trusting those things so that when I step into a situation, I'm at a crossroads and I'm being asked to choose path A or B, trusting that I've already done the work. And so I understand which path is going to lead me to my greater self. You know, and I have this tendency to want to juggle a hundred different things at once, to want to have five, six, seven work projects going on at once, to want to have a full schedule. So trust for me means being able to trust that when I'm in a situation that presents a shiny new ball for me, that I'll be able to discern between a distraction and a true opportunity. That's what trust means to me. Surrender, and surrender is all about surrendering my ego, wanting to do everything and be everything for everybody and have everything right now. And I'm talking materially speaking, you know, wanting to have the cars and have the house and, you know, have the income that I can travel all over the world and work remotely and just all of that stuff, because that stuff comes up for me, you know, it's real, it comes up, but surrender is about surrendering that ego and surrendering the want
0: 18 plus. You
1: know, for me, it's about surrendering this desire that I have to, to just figure myself out completely and to discover everything that there is to discover about myself right now do it today. Surrender is about surrendering to the divine time and just trusting the processes, especially those processes that I've consciously put into motion. Because I can be impatient. I can be stubborn. I can be excited about working on one thing today, but impatient because I know that the fruits of it are going to come in six to 12 months. That stuff has been hard for me. I'll be real honest. That's been hard. So surrender is really about, all right, let me trust this process. Surrendering also means to just give in to the lessons from the mentors and the coaches and the teachers that I've placed in my life and that I've summoned into my life and surrendering to the lessons that life itself presents to me because life is always throwing down lessons. And many times I just shrug them off I, or I want to. you know, I don't want to accept and embrace the lessons that are being handed to me. Surrender also means surrender to love and to softness and surrender to that divine feminine energy that I experience in in Sarah and I experience in Maya and I experience in other powerful, amazing women in my life. And surrendering my armor and surrendering my defenses and surrendering my need to be right. You know, sometimes... I would rather be right than be happy. And so having some awareness around that helps me to just uh, surrender those things and surrender my desire to be liked by others and to be approved by other people and to be accepted by other people. And finally, I just want to surrender and trust that I am exactly who I am supposed to be. And I, I am that person right now. So faith for me, as you can see, is huge. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to explore and experience faith, you know, and have faith that today is my day, that today right now is my day. And that simultaneously, because the universe is so freaking abundant, That today is also your day as well. And that we can all win. We can all reap the benefits. We can all eat well. We can all make that money. We can all do whatever it is that we want. Have the love. Have the experiences. All of that. Because it's abundant. So working on that faith... In in who I have become and who I'm transforming into, and having faith that I'm gonna show up powerfully in the face of circumstances. That's what I'm playing for in 2018. That is who I am working on embodying and truly becoming. So, I highly recommend that as you are thinking about your New Year's resolutions, and as you are setting some awesome, awesome goals for yourself, that you carve out time to create a context for yourself going into this year. You know, we've got one foot into the year. We just began. So now is the time for you to create your context. Think about who you want to become in 2018 so that in 364 days, you can look back and say, yes, I became that person. I embodied the essence of my word for 2018. And once you have your word, like once something starts to resonate within you and and flashes at you like that beacon, write down what it means for you. Get specific on it. That's how you give it power. So I invite you to go through this little exercise, create your word for 2018 and share it with me. I'd love to hear what your words are and hear why and what they mean to you. And I think it'll be very cool. I know you'll definitely inspire me. And so shoot me an email, mattcbivins at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on my website, matthewbivins.com. Let me know what your word is. And uh, I would say social media, but I'm not really super active on social media anymore. But uh, yeah, if you want to tweet at me, I'm pretty sure my Twitter is at mattcbivens. I believe. And then uh, I think it's the same thing on Instagram. So however you want to get in touch with me, let me know your word for 2018. And let's rock it. I'm excited. All right. It is now announcement time. And the news is that this season of the Having It All podcast has come to a close. The show is not going anywhere, but I'm going to be taking the next couple of weeks off so that I can really get into the booth and get into creating some awesome, awesome new content for you. And so that brings me to an announcement within the announcement. And that is, I am looking for some new theme music for the Having It All podcast. With this new season that is gonna be launching in a few weeks, I want to have a fresh new sound that truly embodies the show. You know, I want people to get goosebumps when they hit play, Because what they hear is just getting into them on a cellular level and creating some sort of response. So if that's you, you know, if you're an artist, a musician, a producer, whatever, and you've got some music that you want to submit, shoot me an email, mattc.bivens at gmail.com, and I would love to hear it and get into a conversation with you. So I'm excited about that. I'm super excited for the upcoming episodes, and I think you're really, really going to dig them as well. And so with that, once again, happy 2018. Get out there, create your word. My name is Matthew Bivens, and here is to you having it all.
0: Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved.